Yo, this is the ancient Texan for the story of what happened in 1950. Oh, I was born in El Paso, down by the Rio Grande in the lower valley. Um, I remember quite a bit of when I was three. Uh, we moved when I was three and a half from the valley where the big trees are to the desert. Um, so it was a pretty stark contrast in surroundings. Uh, my brother was born uh, when I was three. I remember him coming home from the hospital. That was a big event, but not, not real big. Didn't seem all that interesting to me. Uh, I remember my dad having chickens and getting rid of them. Me peeing in the backyard. Uh, came inside, my mom asked what I was doing, and she said, You didn't pee by the tree, did you? And I said, No. And she said, Well, Bertie told me you did. Learned that mom knows these kind of things. I remember the neighborhood girl chased me up a uh, clothesline pole and I sat on the top waiting for my mom to come rescue me. She had a cap gun and she was holding the uh, barrel and trying to hit me with the butt of it. Uh, she was a Hispanic girl. My mom came over, rescued me, went and talked to her mom and didn't want me to play with her anymore. I didn't understand that. Once a few, you know, little problems with a cap gun. But the first really big story I remember is was coming home late some night. And my dad's old car creaking along down this dark road. Just the two old headlights on the road and, you know, weaving through the trees and just kind of like middle of nowhere it seemed to me came up to these railroad tracks not the kind that are kind of sunk in the ground but the kind that just stand up like four or five inches and he eased his grounded into first gear that old you know clutch non-synchronous clutch thing got it over the first track and then the car died my dad tried to start it and start it and start it and was like sitting there forever and then way in the distance, you could hear the sound of a train. To this very day, I lay awake at night in the darkness, and I hear the sound of a train way in the distance. It takes me back to that night in 1950, sitting in the back seat my mom in the front seat holding my baby brother. My dad trying to start the car. And that sound of the train far away. Then I remember looking down there and you could see way a kind of a halo of a light. And the sound of that train wailing in the distance. I remember my dad 
deciding to get us out and send us across the tracks. So my mom stood about 20 feet away from the tracks and I stood beside her. My dad opened the door up and got out of the car, got to the back and started rocking and rocking, trying to get the front tire that was between the two tracks over. Uh, and I think he finally got it over, but now the light, you could see the light coming and the train was starting to get loud. Now the cars straddle the tracks. I could tell my dad's already tired. Every time the horn blows, it's louder. The light's getting brighter. My dad's in the back rocking and rocking, trying to get the rear tire over. The first one had exhausted him and he can't, he just can't get the car to go over the tracks. I guess I've always been this way. I broke away from my mom and ran across the tracks into the back of the car and he was on he was behind the driver's side trying to push. I got on the other side and started pushing as hard as I could and it took him a little while to notice that I had joined him. And I expected, you know, like I was there to help him, but he like flipped out and grabbed me up angry, I expect scared. And he just grabbed me, I don't quite remember how. I kind of imagined by my arm, but I don't actually remember. And kind of like, I remember feeling like I was kind of like half hurled back toward my mom and my dad yelling me to stay over there and yelling at my mom not to let him loose again because we got a train coming. By now the train is very loud and it's not very far away. You can already start feeling the rumbling in the ground as the train's barreling toward my dad. My dad gets at the back and starts rocking and rocking and rocking and the train's getting louder and the Whistle's blowing, and by now I expect the conductor can see that he's got somebody on the track, but can't stop a train that big going that hard. Oh, and then I remember seeing that tire go over the first track, and then the second track, and the ground shaking, and my dad clearing the car just a couple of feet past the train, and him down on the ground behind the train exhausted and the train is making so much noise the ground is shaking and it's loud and the horn's still blowing and the lights pass us and it is just horrifying standing there and I can tell this is a big deal A, now I might say it was a big fucking deal or something like that but uh, it was a big deal even though I knew as a kid this is this was big I remember my dad me running back to see my dad and he's okay not talking much he gets in the car my mom gets in the car and I get in we drive home we don't talk about it we don't say anything we just 
drive home. And to this day, when I hear a train in the night, I'm back there on that little two-lane road with my dad, my mom and my brother, and then I'm driving home. Nobody talking. People from that time just just sucked it up and kept going. I'll tell you one more little incident I remember when I was three. We're coming home toward the house. It's daytime, afternoon. Um, we're going down a tree. I think it was actually going down a road that I think actually was right in front of our house and not too far from home and the trees are big on both sides and they come over the road you know how that when you drive down a tunnel I love that I mean it's so beautiful and I remember driving that was right next to my house and all of a sudden some kid runs out chasing a ball my dad's driving I'm standing up in the middle on the bunch the bucket seat, not the bucket seat, bench seat. My mom sitting shotgun, and this might have been before my brother, because I don't, I don't remember the, my brother involved in this. So this might have happened before the train. Well, my dad hits the brakes. Of course, I go flying forward. Uh, probably my head destined to go through the windshield, but my mom gets her hand up and gets my her hand in between my head in the windshield and so when it goes through the windshield it my mom's hand leads and my mom hand gets all cut up uh, I remember blood and all that I don't remember actually being hurt that much it was more of a surprise than a hurt and I don't remember us talking about it my dad kind of yelling at me to sit don't stand up anymore and my mom asking my mom she's okay and my mom wrapping up her hand and that kind of stuff and some rag or something but it was just like stuff happens and we didn't talk about it and I don't remember any conversations of course you know I was only three so who knows what I you know was said that I don't remember but I remember the event pretty well the visual on that kid coming out, and I don't quite remember flying through the air. I remember uh, my mom's hand bleeding, and it's kind of a you know flash right there. I've got some more memories, like the day we moved we moved up to uh, our new house. Uh, I stepped on a can opener, cut my foot open because I was running around the house barefooted. Uh, I remember they cleaned it up and put some tape on it and you know that's all I stayed barefooted and kept running around the house um, I remember I rode up in the pickup truck in the back with the furniture my Uncle Floyd driving I think 
remember getting to the house and it's in the middle of nothingness. It was the first house built on the street. Maybe there's one more. I don't know. But it was pretty much nothing. And uh, it was a big shock leaving those trees and, you know, where we'd been. And all of a sudden we're going to this uh, house in the middle of the desert, which I hadn't didn't know much about and probably didn't appreciate yet. Oh, uh, remember my dad's chicken back in the old old house, and getting rid of them, and uh, old cars in the street. But the big event, obviously, in my first three years of life was that train coming. My dad getting the train, getting the car off the tracks. Anyway, this is a memory from the ancient Texan from 1950. A good one, guys. Uh, This is the ancient Texan. Namaste.